It's not so mysterious when I have to do it from here, though. I guess I could be the only one still in yeah. the veil of mystery. Yeah, the veil of mystery. Did you uh, happen to listen to last week's episode? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, so just to, up- well, just to <laughs> update you, we are starting a line of soda, um, disease-based soda. The first okay. one is called E. Cola. <laughs> okay. Because for uh-huh. some reason, Andy was talking about E. coli uh-huh. and at first called it E. Cola. So then we uh-huh. decided that we could do a whole line of sodas. Absolutely. Yeah. So we got to build I'm on it from it. there. Okay. That's that's All really right. the most important I'll thing. I'll give it some thought. Yeah, yeah. Sounds so. great. Okay. I mean, I think there's probably a lot to be unpacked with Dr. Pepper, right? We could probably do a lot with that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah. That's how we're going to make our money during, uh, while the the world is closed for business. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 So, here we are. (sighs) Here we are. Welcome back. We said that you were taking a bit of a, a break that mm-hmm. last week just based on your new job. So tell us about yeah, that. She needed a minute. I, I went from it, you know, okay, so I went from just working like a normal 40 hour a week job. I mean, not normal because I, you know, retail, you don't have a normal schedule. It's not, you know, Monday through Friday or anything like that. But just, you know, 40 hours a week, I'm used to the schedule I had because I'd been doing it for the last four and a half years. Um, but my like, schedule over the course of two weeks just changed so drastically and I was so used to a certain way of life that got completely turned off for a full week and then resumed being a lot more aggressive than it was before. Um, I worked 10 hour days at Target so I went from 40 hours a week to a lot more than 40 hours a week and uh, uh, days in a row because the way my days off fell my first week there I worked seven days straight so I just was like Beat Street Jones could not do like I just needed a nap and working at 530 in the morning. Oh, no. But I just was tired is the moral of the story. 530 in the morning is really early and I was just tired. (laughs) But I'm good now. Um, I'm learning a lot about my brand of anxiety. That's for sure. Yeah. What is your brand of anxiety? My brand of anxiety I thought was purely social but it turns out um that anything this is what i've learned about myself i know it will shock you it turns out that any situation where i am accountable to another person gives me anxiety like it stresses me out that (laughs) i know (laughs) like it stresses me out like at you know at lush if I didn't feel well or if I like if anything was going on, I was really just accountable to myself in terms of like coming and going and and whatever else. Like I, I owned my own schedule. I was in charge of everything. And sure, that'll that'll eventually be the case. But right now, when I'm training for a new job, I'm accountable to somebody else. Like I have to answer to somebody else. I have to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that is giving me a little bit of anxiety. Like I there was one night where I just was so nervous because I felt really hot and I was like, oh, my God, what if I have a fever? I have this stupid virus. Like I just was freaking myself out, as I'm sure a lot of people have done. And I was like, Who, I'm going to have to call him. What am I going to say? I just was like freaking myself out about, well, what happens if I'm sick? It's it's the whole like what happens if game that I play with myself and mm-hmm. I like work myself up and it's so stupid. And I just need to calm down. But I'll tell you what, those melatonin gummies that I got have, like, changed my life. 
So let me tell you this, though. What you described is how I feel in regards to social situations. So, like, I think that's that's why, like, I'm sitting back and as we said in the last podcast, like, I'm sitting pretty. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm freaking the fuck out. I miss spin a a lot. I miss spin and I miss, like, being able to record with you in person. And I want to be able to play games. I want to be able to go do things. But, like, what I don't love is and I guess it also partially comes from my inability to like say no to people uh-huh is I know Andy's distracting yeah right now. <laughs> um, but it's I'm not looking forward to feeling like I have to be accountable to someone and I think yeah. now when you just put that like spin on I'm like that's how I feel about social things like I don't feel that yeah, I, no. like I don't feel it that way that, with I you. I do too. I don't feel yeah. that way with Andy. And I don't really feel that way with like the Zerfies because if I feel like if you get me enough, if I'm comfortable enough that I feel like I can say, no, I can't do this or no, I just don't want to, then right. then I don't get that. But like there are people that are like, come over, like, or let's go do, yeah. let's go have coffee. Something as simple as that. And all of a sudden I'm like, I don't want to do it. Like I feel like I'm beholden to that person. And right. what happens if I wake up tired or I just don't feel like it and they won't understand, yes. but I have to do it. And then I spiral. And that I think is why I'm not looking forward to coming out of this is I think that's going to be super heightened for me of like, I don't yes. want, I don't, I I get so anxious feeling like I have to answer to someone else when like I'm yes. a I'm a grown ass adult if I don't want to go again it's an example but if I don't want to play a board game I should be able to say no and generally speaking right. if my friends don't understand that they're probably just like they don't get me you know right. but I just yes ugh. for me it's totally the what happens if game and for and for most of like the people in my life, obviously you guys, like Michaela, you know, all the closest people to me, Shannon, everybody, if I cancel, I don't worry about it because yep. they've all canceled on me for the exact same reason. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I don't really worry about it. But it is like the, even in social situations, it's the what happens if I don't want to go? Mm-hmm. What happens if I get there and I want to leave? Mm-hmm. What happens if I want to be home by a certain time and that doesn't happen? Like, it, it's, I'm also very, I noticed this about, I've noticed this about myself before, but today it was really obvious to me. I'm also very, time gives me anxiety. Like I woke up this morning at like seven or so because I'm trying to keep myself on the same schedule um, even when I have days off. And so I woke up at like seven and from the second I woke up, I was like, okay, it's seven o'clock. If you eat breakfast by this time, then you can work out. And if you finish working out by this time, you can watch two episodes of this documentary and you'll be done by two and you'll still have this amount of time because eventually the day is going to be over and then you're going to have to go back to work. Like I am very stressed out by moving time. (laughs) Can I just tell you that I'm the, I literally, I don't, I mean, I know we talk about our anxieties and being similar, but that is the same thing that I, and this even like, so right now out of you know I'm out of work and so I literally have all the time in the world to do Mm -hmm. whatever I want and even today I was like I woke up like when you guys you and Casey were working out and I was like I'm sitting and having my coffee I was like I want to go I want to go upstairs and shower so that I can come downstairs and watch a documentary do what I have to do but the cats got really comfortable so I was like I'm gonna sit Mm -hmm. here and enjoy all of these cats on me but it like 
it freaked me out to be able to do that because I was like, but if I do this for half an hour too long, then it's going to set me back. Mm-hmm. And like I started mm-hmm. like spiraling of, OK, I have to do this and then we have to have lunch by this time in order for me to have dinner by this time in order to do the podcast by this time. And that's like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it stresses, stresses me out. It really does. And I'm glad that mm-hmm. we should be grateful for the people who get that. Mm-hmm. That's why I never yeah. question it. If you're like, I can we record another time or can we do this or can we do this instead? I'm like, yep, it's yeah. it, because I just I know, too, that it's not because you're like, well, fuck you, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just like I got to calm down a little bit and I recognize that. But I'm also mm-hmm. just trying to like, I don't know get through it I guess just like everybody else because it's so it's also really strange being on the other side where like my life hasn't stopped like I still get up and leave the house and go to work every day and Mm -hmm. that stresses me out a little bit obviously because I don't know what I'm putting myself uh, exposing myself to what I'm bringing home you know and I'm also like everybody else's lives like everybody else is home and they're safe and they're doing these things and like I have to go out into the world And so Mm -hmm. it's like this really, but everything else is stopped. I don't see friends. I don't, you know, I don't see anybody but my parents. Like it's not, it's really, it's a weird, very odd situation to, to be in. Everybody's fucked. Mm -hmm. There, there is no one, even like I said, myself that I'm like, I'm, you know, I have all the time in the world. It's like, yeah, but I, I'm not making money right now, you know, or I'm. I can't go out. I don't feel comfortable just going to the grocery store when I need a bag of chips or a single thing. It's like I'm only right. going once a week or I'm not seeing people. I'm not going to. Sp- it's everybody. There's not mm-hmm. a single person, I think, that isn't just straight enjoying this and is like perfectly mm-hmm. OK with every single aspect of it. Yeah. I hope not. Anyways. And then there's yeah. people who are buying houses or God forbid you were getting married. And yeah, like, my um my cousin's wife is um pregnant and she's I think due this summer maybe and my mom was saying how like that's a really stressful situation I would imagine to be pregnant right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just shit's wild. <laughs> like so crazy. Um and we're talking about this crazy on the V Spot podcast. The survival podcast that you all know and love. That was the other thing I had to try to figure out last week. I was like, this is the V-Spot podcast. It's a vegan-ish podcast that is also survival. Nope. <laughs> but then I decided it was the V-Spot podcast, a vegan-ish survival podcast for best friends. Is yes, that's exactly it. what it is. 100%. See. Yeah. There. Yep. That's, that's what it is. And I'm Danny. Yep. And I'm Kat. And I Andy's think. Silent. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> you what could really it? embrace being <laughs> Hannah. That's true. You have renamed me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there we go. <sighs> mm-hmm. so, um. Yeah. What else do we want to talk about? That's our COVID. Anything else with the with with COVID? You're getting a know. spin bike. That's I'm great. Getting a spin bike. I'm very excited. My mom and I are going halvesies on it. Um. And I bought pedals so that we can switch the pedals out and clip in because. Except for, you know, Pelotons and, like, really fancy Nordic track and so on and so forth bikes, they don't come with SPD clips. Mm. So I had to buy my own pedals, which is fine. You have to put the bike together anyway, so. So who gets to keep it in the divorce when you move out? I don't know. I'm thinking, 
I am thinking it's pretty likely she'll let me take it because she's not going to use it half as much as I will. But even if she doesn't, like, my parents live around the corner from me practically. So, like, it's fine. I'll come here and use it. No big deal. I know. This is what I'm thinking is that someday I'll end up with a bike. Like, they're not as expensive as you'd think. Like, there was a bunch that were, like, two, three hundred dollars, but I couldn't find as many reviews or information on them. So I just went with what I felt confident was a good buy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want um, I didn't want to get one with a chain. I wanted one with a belt because I didn't want to have to worry about, like, lubricant and, like, keeping it on the up and up. Yes, I said lubricant for you, Andy. (laughs) Um, I didn't want to have to worry about, like, maintenance and stuff. So I I wanted to get one that just kind of took care of itself. Yeah. So. Someday. That's what I figure. I'm learning that. Yeah. And so, like, it has a – and it has – I. it sounds stupid, you know, first world problems. But I also wanted one that had, like, a little spot on it to hold, um, like, your phone or a device so that I can watch videos if I want to. Um, So, yeah, like a water bottle holder and shit, too. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Yeah. And all the reviews were like, didn't want to buy a Peloton, so I bought this, and it's great. So I'm like, all right, awesome. (laughs) Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't even know that, like, two, three hundred dollar bikes were an option, because I'm used to the Peloton thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there are plenty of other brand bikes that are also that expensive, but I just was like, I mean, I... This is, a, yeah, it's a temporary fix that'll, pro- like, I'll still use it once I can go out into the world and stuff, but probably not as often. So I didn't want to get, like, insane, you know? Right. So. Yeah. I guess So that. I'm looking forward to that. She'll be here this weekend. That's exciting. Yeah. I've finally given in and I'm doing at homework. I just, I can't get behind it, but I'm like, if we're going to go another month, I have to get over it and just force myself yeah. to work it out I, at home. I love it. I'm like really into it. I'm I have I've like been busting. I didn't I stopped when I started working again cuz I just was like so tired when I got home. But on nights when I get home at a reasonable hour, I'm going to try to keep doing it because I like when I did it yesterday for the first time in like a week, I worked out for like an hour and I loved it so much. I felt so good. So, I want to keep going and Yeah. I think yeah. it's it was good. I followed that same girl now that you guys were doing. You and Lauren oh, were doing her. for a while. So yeah. I'm doing the ab challenge, and she has something up for April that I'm going to do as well and just follow yeah. along with that and maybe do a random, like you said, Breeze doing classes or whatever. But Yeah, Breeze class was no joke. Love you, Bree. Probably won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can send it to you if you want. The, there's two dancers from Dancing with the Stars that are married, and they do a routine every day, and they're so good. Because it's very, it's like not that hard, and it's um, like jumping jacks, and like it's cardio to start mm-hmm. off with, and then they do like planks and abs, but it's fun. They do like a lot of like standing punches, and like it's it's very like gets your heart going, um, Ooh, and yeah. it's not. It doesn't make me want to die the way Breeze workout <laughs> did this morning, um, but it's it's like fun, and it's still really effective because you're still doing like all the stupid like planks and abs and like the really hard stuff too. But it's it's like mixed in with a lot of fun cardio like jump rope like you know jump roping in place and jumping jacks and stuff like that oh yeah send me that that sounds like yeah it's fun i'll send that to you yeah and it's only like 20 minutes or a half an hour or something like that so i've been starting with that and then doing like 20 minutes of weights by myself and then i made my own little routine from that girl that um 
uh, you just mentioned from stuff that she did that I liked. Like I took out stuff she did that I didn't like mm-hmm. <laughs> and like made my own little routine that I like end it with. Yeah. So. See, that's nice. Yeah. Figuring out oh, a way to move your body. That's I think the mm-hmm. most important thing. Like we I've been taking at least one walk every single day. Yeah. Like I Absolutely. think what, a mile down the road is we have about a a mile yeah, walk that we is that's that huge yeah so at least i recommend that to people at the very least like get out and take a walk yeah if nothing else you don't have to work out you could do just crunches or i know mm-hmm. matt's doing push-ups like anything is mm-hmm. you know good mm-hmm. to move and if you take a day off that's fine too but like mm-hmm. you know like we've said we have they say this in spin too like we have the ability to move our bodies yes. and we should be grateful for that so like yeah. let's let's do that Yes, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. So, and then I have yeah. to talk to our friend, Brett, and figure out what, if he's okay. Because if he goes to Bree's studio, and he goes every day. When I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure that he went every single day to spin, like, pretty damn close to it in the year that he was going. And he goes to Bree's studio, and you assume that it's at least... She's... Like She's what wild. if what if he goes to like all her classes? Like I I want to check in and be like, are you okay, sir? Like I sent um a video, one of the videos Brie has her on her Instagram of her spinning. I sent it to Jordan because he he was telling me about how his roommate had a spin bike, and I was like, oh shit, send me a picture of it. And he was like, it's just this thing that she like puts her bike on and I was like oh no no that's not the same thing no <laughs> I was like state like making your bike a stationary bike is not the same as spinning I was like do you have you ever been to a spin class do you know what it is and he did not so I sent him a video and he was like oh no I'm I don't want to do that that looks awful <laughs> and I was like no you're gonna do it someday you're gonna do it oh it's yeah best. but yeah. anyway yeah that's mm-hmm. uh that's COVID-19 updates, I guess. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I saw Andrew Cuomo's brother has the virus. Yes. Crazy. That sucks. Um, sure does. I, I don't know. I guess that's that's it virus-wise. We're doing mm-hmm. themed dinners. We're going to – tomorrow's our shopping trip. So we're going to buy all the stuff. We did our German – we took a trip to Germany with our dinner. Fun. We're going to do France, I think, next – nice and we're trying to do like an appetizer a main dish and now a dessert that's so fun yeah figure if we can't literally go outside or travel might as well bring it inside through cooking absolutely sure and i have fucking cheese coming out the wazoo i have like five different kinds of cheeses that i've made yikes so like some cheese but (laughs) oh well (laughs) well if we go on a distance walk this weekend i can drop it it at your car (laughs) we can we'll stay i'll toss it to you all times yeah Yeah. we did it it's funny because we were debating we well we weren't i i'm okay with walking so like obviously andy and i are living in the same house we haven't left our house so we can walk side by side we sleep in the same bed (laughs) right so but it's you know inviting other people and like walking you see this a lot like people walking i think as long as you don't gather in a group of 10 people and all start like swapping spit like you can take a walk with your friends you're not touching the same surfaces you're not coughing into each other's faces probably if you are get new friends um you know i mean if you're going to the store or going to the gas station you know what i mean i feel like those are more risky behaviors 
And I, I, I mean, it's really more if you guys want to be around me because I go to work every day. <laughs> so right. And like, I'm like a Petri dish. <laughs> right. That's why we're not recording in the same house right now. Right. But right. like going on a walk, <laughs> like I'd be totally fine. And like, let's go. Let's go take a nice hike. Yeah. Let's see what's out there. We, what's going on? We went to Grafton, did that Saturday, and um, we discovered where we think some sort of old shack thing was we found like a weird stove type thing like oh. it looked like a little outdoor grill type thing but then and it was old because it was like a little ruined type yeah. thing off the beaten path and then we found essentially like the dumping ground so there was a ton of old pots and pans and bottles and jars and jugs wow. and all this it was pretty cool we actually took some cool um glassware we took a couple of jars and jugs and we're cleaning them out but it was pretty cool that's crazy. So, yeah. Explore outside, folks. Slash adopt a pet. Oh, I wish. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get Andy to let me foster cats. <laughs> How's that going? Well? Not great. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I think I'm coming around, though, because mm-hmm. I think I would be good at it if I knew that not every cat belongs in my house and I do know that because like female cats I could never keep in this house so like if I fostered one and found her the perfect home I'd feel really good about that and it would still give me an ability to love on more cats but Andy's not buying it Mm. but if you can now's a great time to foster a pet if you're at home foster someone yeah yeah you're fostering your pet mother who eats all of your food and takes your clothes and <laughs> she bought me some new uh, ice cream so it's fine <laughs> and she went halfsies with me on a spin bike so it's fine <laughs> for now until you go to look for, for the next now. snack and then it's gone i know what if she eats your dressing your ranch dressing i don't think she will i don't think she likes that oh wow there i knew there was something wrong with her mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. anything else with um, status updates on the plague? I don't think so. Um, don't be an idiot. Don't be racist. Don't be mm-hmm. rude. Yeah, um, just wash your hands. Wash your hands. Uh, yeah, reach out to people too. Um, that's like plug for actually reaching out. Like we talk about our anxiety, but like we're okay there are plenty of people who are in a worse state way worse um so like reach out to people who do live entirely alone or have expressed you know any sort of extreme anxiety or feelings during this time slash even if they haven't just reach out to people and let them know that you're there yeah and yeah that's it be kind to each other yes please and that's your COVID-19 update. Yeah. That's it. From your best friends. That's right. So let's move on to not being kind, shall we? <laughs> let's. Would you like to would you like to I talk guess. about what we did today? No, actually. I <laughs> I actually don't want to give this horrible, if you even can call it, documentary series any more airtime then it's already being given by all of the, the the stupid people out there who think that this is funny because it's a lot of things. I mean, granted, we only watched two episodes, um, 
and I, I will finish it. Like, I, I definitely want to keep going and like we can talk about, you know, more of it as it gets worse. But um, two episodes was a lot. And I just um, I, I don't think it's funny. It's a lot of things. And I funny is de- most certainly not one of them. No, in my opinion. And in case anyone had any question about what we're talking about, we're talking about Tiger King. I don't know the rest of the little subtitle thing underneath. Oh, I it. don't know either. Murder, mayhem, and bullshit. I don't fucking know. It's, it's I I have never felt like I wasted my time. Do you know what I equate this with? SpongeBob the Musical. <laughs> These are two things that I have done in my life in which I genuinely felt like this was a period of time that I wasted that I will never ever get back. Two things: mm-hmm. watching the Tiger King. I'm watching Spongebob the musical Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for different mm -hmm. reasons, obviously, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I, I, the thing is, I have seen nothing but, quote, positive reviews, unquote, about this show. Mm -hmm. The only person is Casey that has said that she was like, this is fucking awful and I can't watch it. It's the only person I've seen. I even read a, an article on Veg News about it, uh, um, mostly talking about um, the the woman who runs um, Big Cat Rescue. I can't think of her name there. Carol. Um, they, Carol. Carol. They yeah. were talking about Carol and how Carol was outraged that the documentary didn't highlight animal abuse. She was told that it was going to be the next blackfish, and she feels so bamboozled. And I'm like, Carol, cut, sit, sit down, because no, you didn't. Like, get out of here. You didn't. How could you possibly have thought that? You know what I mean? Like, you were in this documentary and a part of it. How could you have possibly thought that? But then the Veg News article goes on to say, you know, well, at least it does educate people and shed light on roadside attractions. And I'm like, does it? No. Because I kind of feel like it's glorifying them. And you know what? It's not even because it's completely the tigers aren't even the part of this is not even the point of this documentary. People aren't talking about the tigers. They're talking about this exotic what's his face guy and his husbands and and meth and like all of this nonsense. They're not even talking about animal abuse. They're talking about this. No. fucking hillbilly who thought that it was acceptable to own 200 tigers and all the meth they do and how carol might have fed her husband to a tiger and like all of the drama and nonsense yeah. it's 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 really very upsetting but like it's also not at all surprising because obviously we know and we've talked about so much that humans just see animals as a commodity it's just a way of making money like nobody gives a shit about these animals they're just there mm. so that we can feel you know, dominion over something. And so we can feel powerful. How many times did those guys talk about how powerful they feel? Right. And they've never gotten, they've never been bit. Like they can play with the tigers. Like, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. They're Mm. immune. They're so above it. They're, you know, it's like, oh my God. It just was very, very upsetting. And um, I was talking to Casey about it and she made such a good point that, you know, people watch this and, and they can watch it because they feel separated from it. You know, it's it's this, oh, well, I would never go to a place like that. I would never do this. I would never do that. I, I, I don't support these things. But if you go to any kind of a zoo, if you go to mm-hmm. any kind of a petting zoo, no matter how reputable you think it is, you do. You do support it. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, it's just like the separation of church and state that I think happens and I don't know. It's the same. It, I think it falls in line with the same thing. You know, the the reasons why we say bacon and not pigs, the reasons why we see beef and not cows. You know, it's, yep. it's society's way of fooling us into thinking we're not doing anything wrong. I 
I genuinely felt like my IQ dropped watching that show. So like, so here's the thing for the general public listening. You probably know that your two best friends here enjoy mindless TV. Mm-hmm. We, Absolutely. Like we love mindless TV. I, mm-hmm. you know, love is blind, you know, um, pretty little liars. I've watched some mm-hmm. horrible television. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. are plenty of things that I'm like, this was, you know, Grease 2 is amazing. But is it technically like mm-hmm. good? No, no, no. <laughs> so like there are plenty of things that we like that aren't great. And they're maybe reality TV. They're whatever the case may be. This what these people were stupid. Every single person yeah. on this show was mm-hmm. stupid. And I cannot tolerate stupidity like that. So watching these people, like this Joe Exotic, who was like mm-hmm. talking about drugs are bad because an alcoholic killed his brother or whatever. And so alcohol and drugs are bad because it makes you lose your teeth. And then his it husband, you ugly. His husband <laughs> with one tooth then gets on the uh-huh. screen. And I go, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. And and then he's he's literally it's he's at like a dare function and he's like, Don't do drugs, kids, because you'll lose your teeth and be ugly. Like those are the reasons yeah. that you shouldn't do drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like I yeah. just it's and to you know, and I hate it made me so mad. The the thing that really like infuriated me is when he was like, Well, I was really depressed because I, mm-hmm. I had a hard time being being in the closet and being gay. Mm-hmm. And then my father shook my hand and said, well, you know, whatever. Don't come to my funeral or something like that. Right. And so they put this sob story on it. And what I don't – this is where, like, people, you know, veg news to say that it sheds light on animal abuse and roadside right. zoos. It literally does not when they have to tie in this sob story mm-hmm. about – his trials right, cause they, they want you to feel bad for him be yeah they want you to feel bad for him and then be like when he says well the animals saved me and now i'm saving them we have a bond and so they're making it okay and by telling that story about him being in the closet and the struggle there which is a very very real struggle with people it's like you're making that okay like his right. keeping these wild animals is okay because he right. had these struggles like it's not though and you're it's not you're not. not shedding light on the struggles of the animals you're just like trying to justify it right it, yeah yeah no each one of them wants to be famous is what andy said because i made andy watch yeah. it with me and the cats are a means and to I, an ends i also again only two episodes in i'll totally finish it and i'll you know expand upon this opinion but um Crap, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yes. So <laughs> um, to me, at least so far, I can't quite tell whose side this documentary is on. Um, yeah. Because they, it, they're they both making him look bad and making him look good. Mm-hmm. And they're also both making Carol look bad and making Carol look good. Mm-hmm. So I can't, like, what is the point exactly like what what am i getting from this documentary i can't quite tell the story that's being told and it's just between the two of them because like yeah then when they go because i know oh spoiler alert they go into i think it was it's episode three they mention her husband that disappeared and like again who the fuck cares like okay it's tiger king it's about this 
but at what point right. was it supposed to be the blackfish of big cats? Like I know it's 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 just about this lunatic with yeah. too many guns <laughs> <laughs> and this questionable animal rights activist. You know, like let's I mean oh, let's man. talk about when Joe walks into a an ammo and gun shop. And he oh, gets his ammo yeah. and the guy goes, do you want any explosives today, too? <laughs> and then he straps the explosives to yeah. a dummy, yeah. a human dummy, and shoots it until it explodes. Yeah. Because he's pretending to be shooting that Carol woman. Yeah. Like, and, and that's that's OK. Like, we're cool. Everybody's cool with that. That's funny. We're going to make memes out of that. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And like every single <laughs> okay. when he shot the couple of like rounds into the water into there the water. and he was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a lineup of animal activists and I'm shooting every one of them. And for, you know, for anyone to be like, well, this is OK. I get it. And I mean, folks, you know that we are very lenient vegans here. Like we find yeah. the humor in things. We don't take things too seriously. We really are rather flexible, I would say, moldable and pretty chillax. Except right. for this was like not I, I'm astounded that for once we are seemingly two of the three people, Casey included, well, and Andy, yeah. so four that have stopped and gone, "What the fuck? This isn't this is, there's nothing funny." about this like this isn't it's stupid and and it's horrible the animals are being like like casey said fed out of these bottles these are like 400 pound tigers that are being fed out of a bottle right and Um, take this selfie take this picture with a tiger casey sent me a series of really really good texts that i want to read to you because it was she made a very good point um where is she okay okay she said, do you want to hear my theory on why you're so uncomfortable? And I said, yes. And this is what she said. Have you heard of when people talking about piercing the veil? It's when people have had a near-death experience, and after that, the anxiety never leaves because up until that point in their life, they have lived under this sedated state where they have a false sense of security that death isn't always around the corner. Like, we're super fragile, but in an order to live and survive, our brain turns that part off so we're not paralyzed with fear. But once the veil is lifted, after a near-death experience, you can't go back. That's a roundabout way to get to my theory, only because I've been thinking about the veil lately, so everything goes back to that. But animal abuse in all forms, but animal abuse in all forms are so infused with our life and how the world is shaped that people have have also turned that part of their thinking off because we're told to turn it off by the world because they need us to in order to see to see bacon. Mm-hmm. But once you've seen that, once you've seen beyond that, there's no turning back. Once you've seen how the sausage is made, so to speak. So I think lots of people watch the Tiger King with that part of their brain turned off. So even though there's animal abuse being talked about, they're kind of acknowledging the basic top layer of the abuse and then moving on. I think I'm uncomfortable because it's way more depressing and intertwined with who we are as a population. And I also think the documentary displays the abuse in a very narrow narrative and also to shock the audience. But the true abuse here is the use of animals, not just talking about how these tigers end up in canned hunts or killed because they're no longer wanted. It's about how we use these animals for a few moments of pleasure to satisfy our selfish needs, but also don't recognize it as abuse. It's like, I'm not Joe Exotic, LOL, so I'm not a part of this. But yes, yes, you are. And I think it shows a lot of things that people think are helping the animals, but is actually using them. Anyway, now that you've listened to my wild woman rant, you may proceed. We are all Joe Exotic. The blood is on all of our hands. It's not really good. Damn. 
I know. We should call it, that's what we should title the episode. We are all Joe Exotic. We are all Joe Exotic. I agree. Yeah. Boom. We should do that. Because I it's, I would love, this is one that I would really love to get some Instagram messages and emails and whatever on because yeah. I'm just surrounded by yeah. people thinking it's funny. And it's not funny. These are people, and it's, it's, it really is because these are people that like, get that would like look at me or whatever and be like oh I get why you're vegan or like oh yeah animal abuse is bad and I acknowledge it and I'm like but you don't see this um I think that might be what it is with these vegans because I literally have seen that there have been people that I've seen that it shocks me that I know are vegans that I think are strict vegan that I know have are very vocal activists and strict vegans and whatever and they're like oh this is funny and it's not i i think to your point andy is that maybe it's not their veganism because it's not pigs going to a slaughter that they right. don't identify with it as much i don't i don't know i think it was i think it's the combination of looking at those animals knowing how bad roadside or any zoos are and the fact that the people were so stupid that made me so mm. mad like i was just yeah. like this is I don't care if she ground up her husband in a meat grinder. Okay, like, good for you. First of all, I don't think that would work like that. I don't think you can just put a piece of a body into a hand grinder. I don't right. Don't think that's how that works. But, like, I don't care. Like, it's Doesn't it's that happen dumb. on an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Probably. She puts the demons. They put the demons when Buffy's working at the fast food restaurant. Yes. And they put the demons in the meat grinder. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, that's true. If if Buffy did it, then it might actually be right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But like, it's just, and looking at him and being like, oh, well, this is all, this is all fine. I love the animals. Look how much they mean to me. And like, if that was coming from someone just someone like a more normal person I'd be like okay maybe you're just like I would be mad but I'd be like all right sure maybe you actually do care but it's just it's this stupid guy that literally just wants to be famous he just wants to be famous I I think what you're describing though is exactly why people aren't taking this seriously because I think people see this idiot with a mullet and like a million piercings in his face and like this stupid facial hair and they're like ha 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 look at this this you know, uneducated fool or whatever, you know, uh, drain the swamp and whatnot Mm. type person. And so they're like laughing about it. Whereas if it were, you know, respected John Smith with his roadside attraction who, you know, was wearing a shirt and tie, people would probably be a little bit more outraged. But because they're not distracted by by this idiot mm. and his meth head husband and all of the nonsense with the guns and you know what I mean like it, that's that's what I think part of what makes me so crazy is that they're using all of this idiocy to distract from the real problem here like nobody I feel like is even really paying attention to what's going on here because they're too busy laughing at this guy and laughing about his meth head husband and the guy who doesn't have legs and all of the other nonsense, you know? That's true. And so I, I don't know. It's just like, it's I don't know. Like Lisa Frank literally came up here to, it just, I happened to be going through Instagram and Lisa Frank drew a cartoon because everyone was saying how Joe Exotic no. is like a Lisa Frank because like loves the animals and he's so colorful and whatever. And the brand Lisa Frank no. drew this. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 
I'm really upset about all of the companies that I like can't support anymore. <laughs> and, and the list just grows day by day, yep. you know? <laughs> yep. And I'm like, this isn't funny. This isn't like if nothing else. Do you know what this is, though? Fucking American. It is so yeah. like looking at, at this show existing and that man existing mm-hmm. and him being on this show is just so quintessential American. Mm-hmm. It just I'm like, yep, yeah, well, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that checks out. Yep. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. I just. Nope. I I can't. It's I I'm shook because of mm-hmm. everything about it. And I can't I went mm-hmm. on the Big Cat Rescue website and tried to figure out I'm like, because are they better? They're apparently a you sanctuary, know, I, but I've known about them for years, and I've never heard anything negative about them. So I don't. I I think that I, they're accredited. I, yeah, and and that's the thing too that I found confusing um, when I was watching it. Uh, uh, John was watching it at the same time, and we were like texting and talking about it. And the one thing I was saying was that, you know, it, I found it really annoying because this used to happen at Catskill all the time. And obviously it's like a much smaller scale comparison. But remember when we would do tours and people would ask all the time what what the difference was between us and a petting zoo? Oh, yeah. Like, aren't you guys just a petting zoo? And it's like, no, we're not. And no. this is why. And I feel like people were doing that kind of and like comparing that the sanctuary to what he was doing. And she may not be running, you know, the most perfect setup. I truly don't know. But it's not what he's doing. No. Oh, God, no. So I was like, that's, you know, people are going to think that and make this Mm -hmm. argument. And it's really not the same thing. Even in one of the clips where the girl is giving a tour, she even says, like, nobody's allowed to touch the animals. So, like, there alone, they're not commodifying these animals. They're not there for entertainment. Like, that's step number one. That's the first difference, you know? It's like they – what I don't understand is – because I think I've heard about their sanctuary before – also and yeah oh yeah i and if you go on the website and try because i was like they have to have said something about this and there is a whole of course page of this was the problems and this is this is the history behind my my husband that disappeared here's why i did absolutely did not do these things going into all these details but like it makes you look bad. Why did you? I just my question is, why even no. get involved in this? You have to. I refuse to believe that you had the wool eh, so pulled over your eyes that you had no idea what the direction of this show was going to be, that you walk yeah. back from this and you have to say, oh, they talked about my husband who disappeared. Look, they I know. Wh- what you had to have known. I... So, like, why wouldn't you have stopped it? Because, like. I'm sure they're accredited. We've heard about them. They seem fine. I don't know the history. I don't know the ins and outs of the sanctuary. I don't claim to. But they seem fine. But then they're going to come under question, at least from your average person. Like, your average person's right. going to be like, well, aren't they a zoo too? I don't know. I don't care. Right. Look at her. Right. He's he's over right. here abusing animals. She's over there feeding her husband to tigers. So, like, meh. Right. Right. Exactly. And so, like, ultimately, the sanctuary is going to come under fire for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would imagine she was probably so blinded by hating this guy that she was like, yeah, you know, let me, I'm going to get on board with this or something. I don't know. But um, I mean, so far, it's not really making her look great. So no, it's just a yeah. lot. Yeah. 
I mean, it really, like, to your point, really does speak to to the American psyche when you turn on Netflix and the top trending shows are fucking Tiger King and Love is Blind. Isn't it? <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> you know, read a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's like... And again, you know, we like our stupid shows too. Don't don't you worry, folks. We're not oh, yeah, we're not no, over here watching sure. like serious documentaries. I watched like ten hours. Yeah, I watched like ten hours of Desperate Housewives today. Like, I I get it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I I get it. And I did watch Love Is Blind, so like, I'm here with you. But it just, you know, when that's all you see, the world is is quite possibly ending. Existential dread city, and all people are talking about is fucking Tiger King. Yeah. Yeah, that's like this is America. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I have to say, you know. And I enjoy my stupid things too. But like, <sighs> that's there's something to be said about escapism. I get that when the world is yeah. like a really really scary place. Yeah. This is what but, you look you know, to. But like, and I think that's the thing though is that people did put this Tiger King documentary on to escape, to watch something ridiculous. Whereas you and I and Andy and John sat down and watched this documentary and were disgusted and were like, this actually makes me feel worse. This actually gives me the biggest, like the dread that was in the pit of my stomach. I felt physically, not even sick, like physically, I can't, I don't even know how to put into words how it made me feel. Like I just felt awful. Watching that documentary. Um, and get this, too. I don't know if they'll explore it more um, in later episodes or whatever. But you know that place in Myrtle Beach? Yeah. It doesn't have an address. You oh. you can't find <laughs> it because they, like, if you, because Andy and I were like, oh, my God, that's in Myrtle Beach. We've never heard about that. Where the fuck is it? We've never seen it. We go down there every single year. And if yeah. you look it up, Andy's like, it doesn't have an address. Probably so they can't get hate so you- mail. And so they you just have to protesters. Like, you have to call. Find it? You have to. <laughs> oh. You have to call, and it's like a super. That's the, ex- that's the cult one, right? Yep, yep that's the, the one. The, the dogs. <laughs> it's the yeah. doc, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yep. So he. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, ah, oh, I was worried this documentary wasn't going to have any women's rights issues. Well, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. Mm-hmm. Woo. Yep. But yeah, isn't that interesting too? And he's like, oh, it's super exclusive. Yeah, no, isn't that convenient? You don't have an address yeah. listed. So you can't get hate mail. You can't, nobody can go protest because they don't know where. You, I mean, granted, all it takes is one person calling. Like you could blow them up right. easily. But right. yeah, there's a, there's that too. So that I was like, well, the next time we go down there, let's, <sighs> let's go take a tour and burn it to the ground. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep watching because I want to find out the deets around Exotic Joe or Joe Exotic, whatever his name is, being in jail. So because <laughs> he's still in jail, isn't he? Isn't he in jail? Um, Yes, I think so. I think so, too. Casey was telling me that Cardi B started like a GoFundMe to bail him out of jail. Are you and serious? Like, sure. Yeah. I think she's doing it as like a joke, but still not funny. <laughs> I'm pretty jealous of Casey's life, by the way. She sent us a nice little vid about... I know. I I saw it pop up, but I didn't open it up. Studying tigers so she can tell them apart. I, like, I'm so jealous. What's the name of the place that she volunteers at? Or... Uh, I don't remember. Um, Carolina something? 
Yeah, I think it's it's like Carolina Tiger Sanctuary or Tiger something. Car- I don't know, something like that. But I'm pretty jealous about that. We should have her on the podcast to talk about that. Oh, we should. Let's tell her. Let's definitely do that. She'd love it. She's not doing anything else. (laughs) Carolina (laughs) Tiger Rescue. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get her on. She honestly, actually, that probably also is why she was really offended by this. Is like particularly topical for me now. Yeah, she had done her, like, orientation and volunteer tour at that sanctuary right before everything shut down. So it was, like, fresh in her head. Oh, man. I would love yeah. to. Maybe we should have her on to talk about that, though, because, like... We should. That she could great. She could talk about what an actual sanctuary looks like and, and things like yeah. that for, for yeah. big cats. And then we should go visit yeah, let's her do that. and go to the sanctuary. <gasps> Let's do that Tiger King part two and then future Tiger Queen and we'll go with Casey to the sanctuary. That's great. Perfect. I want to do that because I, you know, and that's the other thing is when they were like, oh, you have to you have to let people interact with these tigers in order to get them to care about the rainforest because you're killing. Oh, my God. See this baby in your hands? You're killing him. I know. So just, I I don't, I think that's like big, 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 big problem. Big, big problem. If um, you need to see and hold something in order to care about it. Yes. That's it right there. Like humans are so arrogant. I can't even stand it. I I think that's really, again, says something about like the human psyche in general. It's just, that's. Yeah. Well, well, what's in it for me? I'm, right. I'm not going to really understand why this is important unless you, uh, you know, give me something, you know? Yeah. Do you know what I can't hold in my hands? A million dollars. Do you know what I care about? A million dollars. Ah. I would, Preach. you know, but like, it's like me. one of those things, like, have you ever seen a million dollars? No. Does it exist? But I know yes. it exists. <laughs> so like, I've never seen and I will never see a giant squid or any of these, you know, like. I've never even I don't know I don't think I've ever held a live starfish no don't think I have I don't think I have either but that means I can't care about them I can't I can't care I can't care about elephants because I haven't like held an elephant (laughs) you know like I I, it's it really is that is like true arrogance I have to be able to get something out of it in order for me to care yeah what's in it for me I hate that but, like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I'd love to go to a sanctuary. Would I love to see a tiger? Yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, well, I would I would love to. Would I want to cuddle with a tiger? No, not necessarily. Uh, no, I don't think I would either. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, no. You know, if they were like, hey, you can somehow pet this tiger. I would still probably shit myself. I'd probably try to do it if they were like, no, no, she's really, like, you know, at a sanctuary yeah. if for whatever reason they wouldn't encourage you and they wouldn't let you. But I would, like, right. you know, if I could volunteer or whatever, like, we used to work for Catskill. Maybe they're allowed right. to work. Go. Someone has to go in the enclosures. I don't know. But right. I would I would still probably be too scared. But right. I don't know. I, I would love to see them. I would love to see them in their proper environment, you know, a, right. a nice rescue of them. Because I've been watching yeah. – um, Casey's sanctuary there does like live videos of the tigers and I've been watching them that's so nice they paint or it's like um like if we went to Thailand all the animal sanctuaries you can like bathe the elephants and stuff yeah like that sounds nice yeah I would do that I would still like that's what I also don't get about people is like 
their like lack of like fear and respect even going in with the pigs at the animal sanctuary i I used to be afraid yeah you know and like it's a respect thing it's a like pigs are are can be very they can be aggressive they can be very loving sweet but they're intelligent and they're like children so if they want to like if they want to nibble your toes they're gonna nibble your toes Right. They could rip your hurt. arm off. Like, yeah. they could do that. And it was that, like, m- the mutual respect, that little bit of fear that kept me just, you know, out of their space and things like that. And I, I don't right. get how someone can be like, oh, I'm going to go roll around with this tiger and not, like, respect them enough to be like, well, it could it could rip my head off right now. Right. Right. Like, uh, even the babies. Like, my, I mean, hell, when one of my cats decides to love bite me, it doesn't feel great. I can't imagine a three-inch I tooth. Know. <laughs> I know. Like, fucking idiots. I know. It's crazy town. Yeah. I do have to say, though, the enjoyable thing I took away from that show is watching some of the cats' movements and being like, wow, tigers really are just big house cats in a way. Oh, my God. I know. Like, they are pro tip guys they are wild they will bite you and it will hurt they'll take your arm off easy but like they are it's weird they have the same like they do roll around and i'm like that's just like my cat like oh look they're rubbing up and trying to like mark with their cheeks just like my cat does i know it's so funny yeah and then Fitz came walking into the room, and I was like, "Oh, you're like a little tiger," even though he's not Aww, tiger pattern. You know, but... I've got my my big cat. Hi. See, they try so hard. Like you guys, you hunt your little toys. You're so nice. And that's it. That's it. Was exhausting to watch. When are you gonna watch more? Um, probably this weekend. Um, because that's when I'm off again. So maybe Sunday. Or I'm off again Tuesday, so maybe I'll wait and watch it, like, right before we record so it's fresh. Oh, there you go. That's smart. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. That's smart. Yeah. should turn that into a drinking game. Every time you get mad, take a drink. I know, right? Perpetual. It would just be perpetual drinking. Oh, man. Well, anything else that you'd like to talk about Um... in today's episode? Of We Are All Joe Exotic? I don't think so. Um, Check us out in Veg News. Oh, yeah. Check us out in Veg News. Um, oh, you know what I wanted to shout out? Um, okay. So, um, so Vspot podcast listener, her Instagram handle is at whoisbillyjean. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Did you see the thing that she posted on her Instagram? The trash vegans? Yes. Yes. I love it. I commented on it and I was like, um, you should talk to us and like, let's do some designs for the podcast. Because she did give us credit for saying, um, she was like, I originally got this idea from the podcast at the V-Spot podcast. And I was like, um, like, let's talk. And she said she'd totally be down. But I wanted to shout her out because her Instagram has some really cute like little cartoons and drawings and stuff. And she has a other Instagram page, the Tofu Kitten Club, where she um, does a lot of other like cartoons specific to like vegan related things. And she's a very rad person and friend of the podcast. So check her out and maybe we'll like do some design collab with her or something. 
She's trash and we're trash. I know. I was like, oh, my God, Trash Vegans Unite. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. I love that. I actually did see that earlier. I was like, wait, is this a tote bag now? Can I get this now? I want that now. Yeah. Love it. It was very cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's it. Um, shoot us an email. Reach out to us. Maybe we'll do... Andy suggested we could do more live things, even separately, like just with our phones. You oh, could yeah, do. You should sure. host. You should host a live workout on the V Spot podcast. <sighs> Maybe I will. I did sure. the. Um, I did a time lapse video of working out the other day. How people do, but I looked so crazy moving that fast that I was like, I cannot post this. Like this looks insane. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this does not make me look any cooler. Like, because I, I was like, well, maybe if I do that, like I'll I won't flail about as much and it won't be as embarrassing. No, <laughs> you're just <laughs> this flailing looks so faster. So much worse. I'm just like humping the air. Like it looks awful. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Me and Lauren and Casey were going to do like a virtual workout together today and that never ended up happening. So maybe I'll like if I can get one of them to do something with me, I'll like post it so that I'm not by myself looking crazy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> I have like no grace whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, if you want no grace, you get me to do it. Then I I mean, then I steal the show of lack of grace. <laughs> Maybe I will. We'll that's see. My middle name, but you should do find, that. Find something that's not terribly embarrassing for me to do, and I'll maybe I'll do it. Yeah. See. Sure. <sighs> um. And I think that's it. Oh, uh, how about a quick review though before we sign off about that ripple ripple shake? Because you did have one. Oh, of they're those, good. Right? Yeah, I had one today. They're good. Um, I mean, it's it's it tastes like a protein shake, but the coffee one is the one that I got, and it does have kind of like the, you know, like the Starbucks Frappuccino that you can buy in the stores. Mm-hmm. It kind of tastes like that a little bit, but like thicker because it's a protein shake. But they're good. I like them. I'll buy more for sure. And when, how much was it? Uh, $9.99 and you get four. Okay. See, it's so funny because you said that in the text the other day. You said $10 and like I ha- was going to ask you and I was like, I'm sorry, is there gold in it? Because I thought you meant $10 for one. And no, I was no, like, no. that is so expensive. <laughs> like, that is beyond yeah. expensive. No, it's a four pack. That's not bad. That's actually way yeah. more. That's yeah. better. But I Yeah, and the, the protein powder is $24.99. I didn't buy that, but I once I'm, like, out of all of the random protein powders that I have, I probably will. Yeah, that's what I'd love to try that. Give it yeah. a try. That and the ice cream. I got to – I think I'm going to try to find that because it should be good. Yeah, you let me know. Yep. Yep. Great. That's All our right. that's I guess it for food corner, guys. We don't have a lot because we're it's fucking quarantine. Um and we're not allowed to go anywhere. Right. Oh, except Andy would like to talk about his bread pudding. Oh. Shout shout out he made um bread pudding with the remaining of the um cinnamon swirl brioche bread that I got from Strawberry Snail. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. and he made it into a bread pudding and it was fucking delicious. I mean, we're doing a lot of homemade stuff. We're doing the bread pudding. I did um, homemade spatzel, which was really cool. Mm. A lot of homemade stuff, but just nothing to talk about that anyone else can have. Right. I, <laughs> I mean, unless you want to, all the cheese that I'm making and the spatzel and stuff comes from non-dairy evolution mm. by Sky Michael Conroy. So nice. You can check. You can check that book out on Amazon, but 
I think Amazon orders are behind by like forever. So they are. But um, you can also I think you can buy PDFs of all his books. So you could also check that out if you want to do the same things that I'm doing. Cool. But that's about that's about it. Delicious foods make stuff at home. Shoot us an email if you're mad about the Tiger King documentary, too. Yeah, for sure. And if you're not, you can also reach out to us um, and explain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your choices. <laughs> That's it. Uh... Um, at uh, thevspot.fm, you can find all of our social media things and emails and old episodes in case you're really, really bored and just want to listen to us on loop. Ooh, how many hours worth of content do we have? Andy, quick. I know for at least we have through, I think, April 30th is one, ten. What? Seven. What? One. Zero. Eight. (laughs) 108. Hours. (laughs) Andy's doing happening. We have 108 hours of content. Oh, word. And 30 minutes? No. I don't know what the last Andy was trying to do hand signals. I think he was trying to speak to me and I didn't understand it. But, anyways, there's over 100 hours of content that people can listen to while they're bored at home. Enjoy. Yes. And when you're sick of us, you can go listen to other podcasts on Soundbite. The Soundbite Network, soundbite.fm. Check them out. And let us know what else you're listening to in general, because we love a good podcast. Support makers and creators. Thanks. Yeah, Yeah, definitely do that, because people need support, and they need financial support. So, like, buy some art if you can. If you can't, that's cool, too. But if you can, you know. Yes. Support people who need it. Great. Well then, until next time, best friends. Until next time, best friends. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your fucking hands. And your butt. Mm -hmm. And your butt. Definitely keep washing your butt. Great. Great. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.